It's Thursday, July 28, 2022. So what was once the Build Back Better bill that was going to make a huge impact potentially with climate is now going to be called the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Manchin and Schumer reach deal on climate bill. Russia slashes gas deliveries to Europe, plus... This is one of the largest, if not the largest, vehicle procurement in history. U.S. Postal Service quadruples its plan to buy all electric delivery trucks. All of that quadruplication and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Out west, the extreme heat comes with a side of drought. California has imposed water restrictions this year. It's gotten so bad, Disneyland had to change the name of Splash Mountain to Dusty Gulch. (laughs) Based on a true story, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Lucy has teed up the football once again for Charlie Brown. I mean, Joe Manchin has claimed to make a deal with Chuck Schumer on a climate bill. Yes, indeed. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced on Wednesday that he has reached a deal with obstructionist Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia to advance legislation on health care, energy, and climate. The bill would raise $740 billion over 10 years through a tax on corporations and the wealthy, with $370 billion of that going to fund climate and clean energy initiatives. That's great. While some Democrats have expressed support for the surprise deal. The devil may be in the details of the 725-page bill, which environmental groups are studying as we go to air. Though Schumer and Manchin claim it will cut carbon emissions 40 percent by 2030, That's great. it also appears to include gifts to the fossil fuel industry what? to win Manchin over. One provision, for example, seems to only allow the approval of wind and solar projects on public lands if oil and gas lease sales continue with millions of acres made available onshore and offshore every year. So to get renewable energy, we have to promise to keep developing oil and gas. Exactly. That means President Biden won't be able to halt new oil and gas leasing on federal lands if it passes. Schumer says he will bring up the bill for a vote within a week. All 50 Democrats would be needed in the Senate for passage, along with passage in the House. We will see if they and Manchin... (laughs) actually vote for it. We will see. Meanwhile, the climate crisis continues unabated. In Nevada, a third set of human remains has been recovered in rapidly declining Lake Mead, which is drying up due to the historic climate-intensified mega-drought in the West. To be clear, these are remains that were put in there decades ago. One hopes. Exactly. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, drought has reduced the Rio Grande River to a trickle for the first time in 40 years. The Pacific Northwest is grappling with a dangerous multi-day extreme heat wave that has set new heat records in Seattle, Portland, and other cities. And St. Louis, Missouri, on Tuesday, was hit with an historic deluge that shattered the city's single-day rainfall record. Some areas saw at least 12 inches of rain in mere hours, which triggered deadly flash flooding, requiring hundreds of water rescues across the area. Meteorologist Bob Henson of Yale Climate Connection says, quote, record rain in St. Louis is what climate change looks like. Everything is fine. 
In other news, in Europe, to the surprise of no one, Russia's state-owned energy giant Gazprom has announced it will slash gas pipeline deliveries to Europe to just 20 percent of normal capacity. EU leaders say Russia is using energy blackmail to splinter the coalition's united opposition to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Russia's squeeze play has intensified global competition for fossil gas supplies, pushing up prices everywhere. Of course, prices were already surging due to skyrocketing demand during multiple concurrent heat waves across the northern hemisphere. But there is a bit of good news. Public pressure has forced the U.S. Postal Service to backtrack on its controversial plan to replace its ancient gas-guzzling delivery trucks with new gas-guzzling delivery (laughs) trucks. Originally, the Postal Service said it would electrify only 10% of the 165,000 vehicles to be replaced. But after a massive public pressure campaign by everyday Americans and environmental groups, the Postal Service now says at least 40% of the trucks will be electric. And that matters for climate change because these delivery trucks will be used for decades. And it also matters for cleaning up neighborhood air pollution. On a recent broadcast, attorney Adrian Martinez of nonprofit environmental law firm Earth Justice said electrifying 40 percent of the fleet is not enough, but they will continue to push the Postal Service to go to 100 percent. This public pressure is working. You still got a long way to go with them, but You know, it shows you that the more you weigh in, the more you can make progress. Keep up the pressure. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Pressure!